because we get to a place where we are unable to move ahead, guess what happens? We get ourselves all worked up because we are thinking, oh, I, I don't think I can do this or, or maybe I can do it and not quite there yet. But we can and we will. And I'm going to show you things that make us stressed as mothers. Number one, it is when we position ourselves in a space where we feel the need to satisfy other people's expectations. When you are looking to satisfy other people's expectations, you break yourself out of a place of awareness. You move out of a space where you feel empowered because you are putting the needs of others, you are putting their validation above your own validation. And when you put your own validation below the validation of other people, guess what happens? You start to question yourself. You start to second guess who you are. You start to think, I'm not good enough. And because you feel you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not uh, enough in yourself, guess what happens? The stress starts to build up. Expectation of others is none of your business. Some people expect you to wake up in the morning, get them a full breakfast, drive it to their house, deliver it as a servant. Also, you should do their laundry, clean their house, sort them out. And when you're done, you also need to produce your income and give it to them on the platter of gold. That is the expectation of some people. Are you going to then put yourself in a position where you are subject to the expectations of others? This is where we need to start to identify certain things. I remember there was a story when I was growing up. It was a story of a man and his son. And they had a donkey. So while they were traveling, the first they, they were on the donkey, both of them rode on the donkey. And so people said, oh my goodness, this man is wicked. How could he want to kill this poor donkey? Look at him and his son. They are riding on this donkey. And so he got off the donkey and put his, left his son on the donkey. So while he was walking with the donkey, his son was sat on the donkey and another group of people saw him and said, oh my goodness, what a stupid man. How dare that boy sit while his father is walking? That is the lack of home training, an example of what I don't want my children to be. And so the man thought and said, okay, you know what? My son, you walk, I go on the donkey. So he went on the donkey while his son was walking. And then some other group of people said, this man is so stupid. He is so cruel. Look at him. This young boy is walking and he is sat down like the man of the manor who is on his donkey. That is unfair. And so the man thought to himself and said, you know what? Let, let's just get off the donkey and just walk with the donkey beside the donkey. And so... He and his son were walking beside the donkey. And another group of people said, ha ha, look at that foolish man. 
What do you think a donkey is for? It's for you to ride on. Why are you not riding on a donkey? The reason why I share this story is whether the man was the one riding on the donkey, his son was riding on the donkey, both of them were riding on the donkey, or none of them was riding on the donkey. People had an opinion, and the opinion was not a popular opinion. It was an opinion of, I know better than you, or an opinion of, well, you are not smart enough. You are not enough. This is an example why we as mothers should recognize that our ability to be the best version of ourselves is not tied to the expectation of others. Because no matter what you do, people will have a different view. They will have a different take. They will have a different thing they want you to do. So what's it going to be? Are you going to sit down and be waiting for someone to tell you, oh, well done, you're doing a good job? While that person is telling you, well done, you're doing a good job, another person is telling you you're not enough. So do you. You have that right to say, no, I am not settling. No, I am not agreeing to be here to do what you want me to do. I am being here because I choose to be here. The story I just told you about the man and his donkey and the son showed you how the man was trying to adapt to the opinion of others. And by so doing, he was stressing himself out, carrying his son, putting on the donkey, carrying himself, coming down from the donkey. So many things. We are stressing ourselves out when we are trying to do what people are expecting us to do. That is a big form of stress a big form, especially at this time of year. This time of year, we have got so many people thinking, oh, well, have you gotten your Christmas presents? And it could come as a very simple, innocent question. Have you got all your Christmas presents ready? Well, at that point, you start to think, oh my goodness, what have I forgotten? Uh, I've got Christmas presents for my partner, for my child. Uh, oh, good Lord, I have to get presents for... And then you start to think about all the other people you need to get presents for. And then the stress builds up. And then you start to feel scared that, oh my goodness, I'm not doing enough. I'm not good enough. That person will think I'm not kind. That person will think I'm mean. You see, there's this beautiful quote. I believe it's by Maya Angelou. She says, what people think of you is none of your business. There are many times that we are looking for someone to think that we're good enough. It's none of your business. If they think you are mean, well, good luck to them. I know it sounds very blunt, but that's the way you need to be. If someone says you're not good enough, that's their opinion and the reflection of where they are at the moment. But you, you know where you are. You know that you're a work in progress. You know that you can move ahead. It all takes that decision by you. You need to be aware of where you are. And take that, make that decision and take that step. So that's the first thing that stresses us as mothers. The second thing I'd also want to say that makes us stressed, especially as mothers, is when we do not take breaks. Now, I hear many mothers going, what? Take breaks? I don't even have time to do the work. Why should I take a break? Now, hear me out. 
When we are going about our daily lives, there's a temptation for us to keep going. Put your head on the grind, your nose to the grindstone and keep working as hard as you possibly can. I know that that is something that has been celebrated over many centuries and even millennia. Hard work. Now, I'm not someone who would say don't work hard, but I've come to realize that while in the thousands of years past, in the hundreds of years past, working hard was a way of life, right now, we need to look at it differently. Working hard is not necessary. We need to work right. We need to work smart. Working hard, it's a great thing, especially if you're not stressed out, overwhelmed, and burnt out. But if you're working smart, you're working right, then your well-being will be optimized. You will not be burnt out. You will not be stressed out. You will not be overwhelmed. And so it's important that you are not burnt out or because you're working smart. So what is one way of working smart? Taking breaks. I remember when I was in, I was covering the emergency department. I was working as a, 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 we call them house officers. So when you finish from medical school, you become a doctor and you work as a house officer. So I was covering out the um, emergency department and I had some colleagues who also worked with me. There was a particular colleague of ours who did not seem particularly as stressed out as the rest of us, <laughs> because there we were, we're all working hard. Have you seen the x-ray? Have you sent that patient to the medical team? Have you done this? Have you done that? And we were all working hard, trying to work together, but it was chaotic. But something I noticed about this colleague of mine was he would just say, oh, well, um, I'm going to, I'm just going to check out the lights. The first time I heard it, I was like, oh, check out the lights. What lights? He was going for a cigarette break and he would go five minutes, 10 minutes, sometimes 15. I would come back and pick up where he stopped. Now, I'm not one who's going to say, please start smoking. Please don't. If you're not smoking, please don't start. And if you are already, if you do need some help to stop, please do get in touch with your healthcare professional who will be able to support you. So what I picked up from that colleague of mine was that he made sure he took breaks to go and smoke. We as mothers need to learn to take breaks to do certain things. Now, I'll tell you what things to do. Please don't go and smoke, okay? I'll tell you things that you can do when we're talking about things to do, about stress, um, stress buildup, okay? So not taking breaks is a main reason why mothers are stressed out. It's the main reason why mothers are burnt out. Why? Because we think we need to keep going and keep going and keep going. So we have this thing. Just one more. Let me finish that. Let me quickly. Let me quickly do that. Let me quickly complete this. Let me quickly. How many of you have been stuck in that? <laughs> I want you to put something. 
either raise your hand or yes. If you've ever been stuck in, let me quickly. Yes, I see that. I see all those let me quickly. I've done that myself. Oh, let me quickly. I have done it so many times. I have decided that sometimes I am not going to quickly do anything. So when you think, let me quickly do something, things happen. Things go wrong. I'll give you an example. There was a day I was getting ready to go and pick up my children from school. But I'm, I was at work and um, I'd finished seeing all my patients. And I thought, oh, well, okay, well, that's sorted. Let me quickly, <laughs> let me quickly review a document and just reply. It was an email. Just look at that document and reply. I thought it was going to be a quick thing. Tell you what, I was on that thing for the next hour because it wasn't straightforward. It wasn't that simple thing to just quickly. That is the way things are for us sometimes. What is that thing you're saying? Let me quickly do. That is stopping you from taking a break, a five-minute break, a 10-minute break. So taking breaks is so important. Okay, now I'm going to share, you, share with you one more thing that makes us get stressed out. <laughs> many, many mothers, and I was very guilty of this, struggle with allowing people to do things that we are used to doing. We don't like people doing our job. Whether we think it's a badge of honor, guess what? I cleaned the whole house today. Or guess what? I, I mopped everywhere today. Or guess what? I, I am so busy. How many of you have had that? I'm so busy. Yes. Many, many times we as mothers, we are so busy being busy. We are so busy doing things that are not serving us. They help, but somebody else could have done it. And so we take that on and we do it thinking, oh yeah, I'll just quickly do this because nobody can do it the way I do it. But guess what? That is why you're stressed. That is why you're getting burnt out. Okay. So I'm just going to do a quick recap of things that we as mothers do that we experience that make us feel stressed, okay? Number one is expectations of others. So wanting to meet the expectations of others. Number two is not taking breaks. And number three is not letting people do things because we think we can do it all. And so what can we do about it? What can we do in our position as mothers about this thing that we have put ourselves into? Okay. <laughs> you might be wondering, oh my goodness. Yes, that is me all the way. Yes, I've been there. People say, oh, Dr. Juni, there's no way you've been there. Oh gosh, tell me about it. I, I was, first of all, I was a people pleaser. I am now currently a recovering people pleaser and I've decided, no, I'm not doing this anymore. Thank you very much. So occasionally I might do some people pleasing, but after some time I just say, you know what? No, I'm not doing this. Thank you very much. 
Now, number two, I was someone who wanted to just do things, get them out of the way, thinking that when I got them out of the way, it was something that would make me feel calm and happy, but not knowing that when I finish that, something else is going to pop up. And then three, I was one that wanted to do things a certain way. So if things were not done that certain way, I would not be happy. I would not feel like it was done. How many of you can resonate? Okay, I'm not alone. <laughs> okay, right. So if you're enjoying this, please go ahead and share. Invite people to have a listen. This is um, what we are sharing to empower us as mothers. Because there's so many times that we go through challenges and we don't realize that there are certain things that we are doing that's causing us so much stress. Okay. So this is the, also the Wellbeing for Mothers show. So please feel free to share and subscribe, please. And let us know what you think, what your main takeaway was and what is helpful to you at the moment. Okay. So I look at it and I look at this as when you find a problem, solve it. Okay. So um, as a family doctor, I make the diagnosis based on information I gather, but then I also come up with a solution and a management plan. Okay, so we're going to do that together. So what was the first issue that we saw? The first issue was the expectations of others. So wanting to meet other people's expectations. Okay, so with you and I trying to meet other people's expectations, first of all, the management plan for that will be to be aware. Okay. Be fully aware that what other people think of you is none of your business. Yes, it's okay for them to think you're awful. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't. Now, I know it's easier said than done, especially when you have people that you are perhaps awaiting validation from. But this is where you need to work on your self-love. And I'm going to give you an exercise that you can do today. I want you to get to perhaps is your bathroom or your bedroom, somewhere that has a mirror. Okay. And if it's, if it's the fact that you're driving now, you can park your car. Please don't do this while driving. Okay. Park your car, usually in the top um, part of the, just above your head as a driver, you have this, uh, the sunshade um, folding screen. Most times there's a mirror. By the time you put it down, just slide open and you see a mirror. If you can't wait until you get home, park your car. I want you to get that mirror, look at it and see your reflection, see yourself and say, say your first name. In my case, I'm going to say Juni. I love you. You're so amazing. I want you to say that to yourself. Look yourself in the eye, in that mirror and say your first name. I love you. You are so amazing. Good. Now, this is something that is so simple, yet many of us don't do it. This is something that is so simple and has such an amazing impact on our health and our well-being, and many of us don't do it. And so I'm going to enjoin each and every one of us, please make sure that you are taking that time to spend 
a few seconds looking at yourself in the mirror and saying those words several times in the day. Okay. That is going to help with that first concern of wanting to meet other people's expectations. Okay. Now, the second thing we noticed was, of course, we don't take breaks as mothers. Oh, gosh, how many of us are guilty of that? Now, I've used the word on purpose, guilty. <laughs> many of us as mothers, we know what guilt is. Mom guilt is so real. But you see, I want us to be more conscious of how we feel. Yes, we allow these things to happen. Yes, sometimes we are the ones that actually make them happen. But we need to be intentional that we should take breaks. When you breathe, you breathe in, you breathe out. When your heart beats, it contracts and relaxes. The reason why I share this is that everything in life goes up, down, in, out. It's undulating. Nothing is just go, 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 go. It is go, stop, start, stop. And that is the way we need to move in our lives if we do not want to get stressed out, burnt out, or overwhelmed. So I'm going to share with you this very amazing tool. I love it, as in I use it all the time. It's a Pomodoro, just a timer, a kitchen timer. I love this one because it's shaped like a tomato. And you just set your timer. Something about us sometimes when we are so busy, we forget about time. And we just find ourselves working for one hour, two hours, three hours. And we wonder why we are drained at 12 noon. Why? Because we need to take that step. We need to make that effort to create time for ourselves. Why? Because we are worth it. Take a break. It could be a five-minute break, 10-minute break, 15-minute break. Now, I know what it's like when you have young children. I had a child who would follow me everywhere, including the bathroom. <laughs> so those kind of times you feel like, oh, goodness, can I not really have a break? So sometimes the bathroom is a safe place for you because you're like, wait, 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 I'm coming, I'm coming. And you close the door and you put the thumb lock on so that they can't just barge in. They're like, Whew, now I'll take a breath. What do you do when you take those breaks? Let's do something together. This is a very important thing that is enabling you to be able to hear me and enabling me to be able to speak to you. And that is the gift of breath. And our breathing is so important. It's not just about the act of breathing, but the way you do it. I'm going to show you one very important method for breathing that is so useful in aerating all the organs of your body, because you need oxygen for all the organs of your body, but it's also very useful for helping you to calm down, to get that stress level that is so high down to a level where it's manageable or even low. 
And that breathing technique I would like to suggest today is the box breathing technique. Now, we all know what a box looks like. So a box is the one I'm describing as a square box. So it's more all sides are equal. Okay. And what you do is you breathe in for a count of five. You hold your breath for a count of five. You breathe out for a count of five and hold your breath for a count of five. So in other words, you're kind of breathing like a box. Okay. I want you to try to do that because when you do that repeatedly for about three to four sets, that calms you down. That aerates your entire system. Okay, good. That's one good thing you can do when you take a break. Now, the third issue that we found that causes us mothers to be stressed is we like to do everything because we know that nobody cleans the house like we do. <laughs> now, that's not me <laughs> because I know there are many people who clean the house better than I do. And because I know that, that is why I get someone who is better than I to clean the house. That is why I'll get someone who is better than I to do my accounts. That is why I would get someone who understands something better than I to go in and get that sorted. That is what we do. That is what we should do. You see, there's something called leverage. Mothers, we have got leverage, but we don't use it. You see, mothers are amazing, but you see, one thing we tend to do is we expect everybody to say, you're amazing. You can do everything. How do you do everything? And then we start to do our litany of praise. I am, I'm amazing. I do this. I do this. I do this. Sometimes you don't need to be that busy. You really don't. You need to work smart, not hard. You need to work right for you, your well-being, not hard. I'm not against people who work hard. I work hard. But when I'm working hard, I'm working hard in a smart way. I'm going to say that again. I'm not against people who work hard, but when you work hard, work hard in a smart way. Work hard in a way that uplifts your well-being. Work hard in a way that transforms your life. Work hard in a way that you are not burnt out. And if you might be listening to me now and say, my goodness, Dr. Ginny, I am stressed out. I'm burnt out. I'm overwhelmed. I want to invite you to come and join me because I'm having a free training and it's all about how to stop burnout in mothers. It's the way by which you can transform yourself, empower your life, help yourself so that you're not burnt out because you know what to do. There is a saying, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Yes, many mothers are struggling because they do not know how. And when you're in a state of stress, like I mentioned earlier, a state of overwhelm, like I mentioned earlier, unfortunately, your ability to think right, your ability to make decisions is so hazy. 
you don't see that way forward. And so go to the URL I've just put in the chat, www.drduni.com forward slash stop burnout. Come and join me at the next webinar. And so we'll go into more detail talking about how we as mothers can stop feeling that burnout, energize ourselves, be more productive, and build amazing relationships with our children and our loved ones. Having said that, the final part that I talked about that is the cause of stress for us as mothers is where you and I decide to do everything. We have got leverage, like I mentioned earlier. And by virtue of having leverage as mothers, we can ask for help. We can seek help. When you ask for help, you can ask someone to maybe come do something for you and you can repay it by doing something for them in return. Okay. Now I say that because sometimes some mothers, maybe them, they might be um, at home because they're on maternity leave or something. And for that reason, they think about, oh, what are the financial implications if I need to get someone and pay someone to do this for me? Sometimes the leverage that you need is not about giving money for the service. Sometimes it's about giving yourself, okay? It's about giving something that you are good at and it's easy for you to do in exchange for someone doing something that is not easy for you to do. Okay, sometimes that trade by butter does goes goes a long way. Okay, I watch, I scratch your back, you scratch my back. That's one way when you ask for help. Another way will be to pay. And most mothers um, that are working or that are in business, they tend to pay. So if there is someone, there's a job you're doing, there's something you're doing that someone who might be able to do it at a cheaper rate or faster than you can get it done. Really, what business have you got doing that thing? Let it go and let the person who is an expert, who loves doing it, who is better at doing it, or who does it cheaper, do it for you. Get rid of that stress. Get off that hamster wheel. You don't have to keep going like that. Okay? That's one other way you can do it. Another way is, oh, now this one I love because this is not just getting someone to get things done for you, but also it's a way of training your future generation. It's an investment. This is where you get your children to be involved in doing those things. I'll give you an example. You say to yourself, oh my goodness, the house is filthy. I need to clean the house. I need to tidy up. Oh my word, where do I even start from? Everywhere is a mess. Do you have to do it all by yourself? Can you not get your children to chip in? They may not do it the way you want it to. They may not do it the way you would love it to be done. However, they will do it. They will do it. And we need to start to think about that. Because when children start to think that, oh, my mom is wanting me to do something. I think I'm valuable. Guess what? They're excited. They're so excited. Children are excited to be of help. I remember what it was like when I was very young. 
I think I was less than five. And my father would come home and I would, he would have this little bowl. We had this little bowl, it was so cute. And he would put his handkerchief in it and would put in some soap and soak his handkerchief. My job, I didn't know how to wash, but I'll go there and I'll start acting like I was hand washing his handkerchief. And by the time I'm done, I've squeezed it. The thing is still dripping wet. <laughs> you know, I've squeezed it. I said, Daddy, I've washed your handkerchief. And it goes, oh, well done. Well done. I'm so proud of you. I felt so good. Now, I guess he probably went back and washed it properly because I didn't do a great job. But the fact that I was allowed to do it made me feel good and also him feel good. And so as I got older, I started to understand and know the principles of how to actually wash things with my hands properly. And I started doing it properly. Do not say because you don't have time, you don't want to teach your children how to do these things. For the mothers that are in business, involve your children in your business. Are there things that they can do? Show them how to do it. Teach them how to do it. If you can't teach them because you don't know how, let them study how to do it. Children of nowadays, they pick up things faster than we did and that we do. And when they pick up things faster, we can leave them with, oh, this is the manual of how to get this done. Why don't you have a look and have a go? And you can get on with something else. And guess what? They're excited. So won't it be nice? If you and I, as mothers, used these techniques to not only reduce our stress levels, but empower the future generation. I hope this has served you today. And I look forward to hearing from you your main takeaway. This has been another brilliant episode. I am Dr. Duny. I'm the award-winning mom empowerment coach. I'm a family doctor, international speaker, and your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. Use these things to uplift yourself, get yourself out of stress, and also train your children to be a partner in progress. Share this with someone and let me know how it goes. Don't forget, I will put below the means to join the web class. Join me and I look forward to seeing you. Thank you so much and do take care and stay well. Mm -hmm.